What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm Cam. And I'm Rob. Welcome to the Cam and Rob Talk. And Rob, what festival just happened recently? The Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. So, in Chicago, to be exact. Yep, shot Chicago, exactly. So, we figured, looking into it, talk about it a little bit. So, one thing I would actually like to bring up right away is a band that we like, Bandmate, actually performed there this year. Yeah, they did. And what did you think of their set overall? Oh, very well set up. Um, you know, they always have a full I think they got, what, four members in their band? or is Five. It, they got five members. Mm-hmm. You know, so, they yeah. always have a good, a good um, right. line up there. They got, you know, their lead guitar player, their rhythm guitar player, slash vocalist, slash vocalist. and then they got their main singer. Yep. So they're all really solid musicians. They are. That's very true. Yeah. Um, Despite their, I've always been a fan of them. So. Yeah. A lot of people like will be a little weirded out by their concept initially because they all, they live true to their name, Bandmade. They dress, I say this, three, three of the band members dress as maids. The singer and the bass player, technically they're maids, but you can tell that they don't like they don't like dressing like it, and they modified the concept as best they could. Yep. But they sound good. They started their set off with a very cool instrumental, which I was happy to like. What was the instrumental? It was called yeah, "From Now." From now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very solid. And their whole set, I think it was like close to an hour. Yeah, over an hour, barely. But but it was good. Solid. I would say my big critique, I felt like, and this was more of, an, of a sound engineer problem than them necessarily, I felt like their levels were a little off at times. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I heard the instruments more than the vocals. Yeah. So that was my big criticism of them. I think out of all the performances at this festival, I'd say uh, Band Made was the, was the oh, best. certainly. For us, absolutely. For us, you know, yeah, for our preferences, but the one, absolutely. But the band that was the highlight of this whole thing was was supposedly. Oh, hold on. We'll get to that in a little bit. But right. First, we gotta get back to some of the other stuff, like the fact that once again, just like Coachella, like a lot of other festivals, there's a bunch of EDM guys. Oh gosh, it's oh god, you know, it's, you enjoy those. It's oversat. I feel like it's oversaturated at this point, dude. It's just so many of them at so many festivals, and it's just. I just want to be like, give it a rest already. I mean, I get their appeal. I do. It's just, you know, a lot of people complain, you know, basically same situation with hair metal in the late 80s, early 90s. There's just so many bands. I know. And not all of them. Overwhelming. And not all of them were bad. It was just, there was just too much of a certain thing. I feel like that's where EDM and rap music to a point are at now. Just too many of them. Way too many. Yep. And there's that other weird band we came across, uh, Portugal, The Man. Mm-hmm. They were very interesting. It almost like, I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of like, I almost want to say hippie rock at times. Mm-hmm. Like great, definitely some Grateful Dead influences in their music. Oh, yeah. I mean, even in their performance, the singers got the shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep. Yeah. So that was... I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I get their appeal. Yeah. Of course, there's also 30 Seconds to Mars. I'm sorry. To me, that band is... Well, it's really just... Let's be honest here. It's just Jared Leto, really. Jared Leto, yep. I think the all, show. Yeah. I think almost all the other members are gone except for... I think the drummer's still in the band, but even so... It, you know what I fear? I fear that this band is going to become like what happened to Peck at the Disco. 
where all the other members quitting was basically just the singer's vanity project. It could That's be right. what I fear is going to happen. You could make the argument it's happened already. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's for the best. Some people, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, but nothing's going to beat the kill for me with this band. Yeah. That's like their one hit song. Not their one hit, but it's the era that I like. Me too. And then there's also, what was that? Crud, I'm trying to blank. Oh, yeah. What was that? There's another hippie group. I'm trying to remember them. Isn't Billie Eilish there? Yes, that she was. She was there. She was one of the headliners, of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate her music, but I'm not a, not a huge fan of it either. It's A lot of it sounds the same. It sounds like very downer music, which I'm very surprised. Normally, I like that kind of stuff, but she just... To me, at least, a lot of her, she does it overwhelmingly, and a lot of her stuff sounds the same. I know. A lot she of has, that weird, like, like, whisper singing that she does. Yeah. I'm not I, into it. I don't get it. I mean, I can I can take, like, a song or two of that, but not an entire show. Yeah. There was also Sabrina Carpenter, who was okay. Another soft singer, but... Nothing great. Had, had more energy than, than Billie Eilish, though, and I like that. And then there's also, oh yeah, our arm hammer that. Oh yeah, I remember Maggie Rogers was. Maggie one. Rogers was I thought actually was that one was pretty good. She yeah. actually had a solid uh, band had, behind her. Yeah, which she I had liked. a solid band, and she like she had good energy. She was still minor key most of the time, like a lot of these other guys, but she sounded good. A little stranger again. We're not rap guys. It's no, nah, not our thing. What we heard, yeah, we weren't impressed. But a lot of EDM, mm-hmm. a lot of it. Yep. Uh, now let's get to the highlight that you mentioned earlier. Yes. One of the big ones, which would be New Jeans. New Jeans. Yep. They're they're one of the first. I think one of the first day uh, K-pop groups to headline there. I know that other group tomorrow. Tomorrow's there, but like everybody remembers New Jeans. They're basically the black pink of this festival. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a perfect comparison. So. So I'm not there. They're not bad. They're just not not our style. Oh, I'd definitely say like compared to the other acts, I think they were overall the high one of the highlights for us. Certainly, yeah. I mean, compared to everyone else, they're solid singers. I'll give them that. But a lot of their stuff was very low energy. I felt like at times didn't have any like loud. Didn't have loud like high energetic music. Right. Low would be to us like. Their hit song, Attention, is very soft. Felt like laid back. Like, if I'm, like, just laying down or sitting on a chair, just taking in, that's the kind of song I would put on, something soft like that. To me, it wasn't high energy. It wouldn't put you to sleep? Probably (laughs) not, no. No, that would... There's plenty of other songs that would do that for me. Like, like Hey Lung's song, the... uh, See, their problem is that they... Super repetitive for one. They don't know when to stop a section. It just goes on and on and on. Like, their intros will go on for, like, three minutes straight. I'm like, More than that, some of them go on for, like, six minutes. Not, I wouldn't push it that far, but at least three. It's like, dude, move on to another. There are songs that are three minutes on average. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, and then the whole song is, like, 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 or 10 minutes. Yeah, it's just, ugh. 
See, with them, at least, they're not repetitive. I'll give them that. But what I find very bizarre about their set was, so for the first half of their show, they had a live band behind them. Mm-hmm. And they sounded okay. I thought, just like the problem I had with Bandmate, their mixing was a little off, but overall, solid. But then the second half of their show, it was all track, no band. That would, and that was where they were more like more choreography focused. And I just thought that was weird. I'm like, you got a solid band. Why only use them for half the show? I just thought that was very odd. And I give the girls credit too. They handled themselves very well on stage. Like the audience was very engaged with them and they engaged very well with the audience, which isn't easy to do. I mean, considering that this group is only a year old. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were able to do 12 songs, almost an hour show, props. I mean, in this day and age, that's very impressive. So big props to them for that. Also, like, I find it funny, like, how their their second EP, Get Out, it hit number one on the Billboard 200, beating out the Barbie movie soundtrack. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. It kind of makes me wonder what kind of, what kind of future this group is going to have because they're they're different from Blackpink in a lot of ways. Blackpink was more like the badass kind of vibe, and these are more the cutesy, yeah, like, like type of group. Yeah, they do it very well. So yeah, one. So, and I am glad because I feel like that that's another thing that's been gained over saturated. At least in K-pop, is a lot of that like you know, being the badass, badass girl. Mm-hmm. And then there was also the I know that other I think they were K-pop together tomorrow X together. Oh yeah, they're the boy group. Yeah, I to me a lot of the boy groups sound the same and look very similar too. Like, same style here, same, same same kind of same kind of voice, same voice. Yeah, um, they can they they're great choreographers. Like I like when people put the boy groups against the girl groups, I, I always feel like, with a few exceptions, that the boy bands typically have better, like, more intense choreography. Well, in terms of music, at least with, like, a lot of the girl groups, I can tell who's who. Like, I can easily distinguish between each person. I can't do that with a lot of guy groups. So, I mean, if you're a fan of it, that's good. But for me, it's not my... I can't get into it. Yeah. But... I mean, in terms of new jeans, new jeans being like the big highlight. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I, I compared it to her- some respect. I think they they do deserve it. I mean, yeah. they came out of like, what a year old. Yeah, they're a year old, That's- and they and to hit the top number one album and the two hundred, uh, two hundred Billboard, yeah. two hundred Billboard. That's pretty impressive. At the same time, my only caveat with that is, like, at least for me personally, and maybe just because I like a lot of bands and artists that are obscure to most people, to me, those kind of rankings don't really matter that much. Like, I True. I don't care about Grammys. I don't care about Oscars. Most of those, like, rankings don't really matter that much to me. Having said that, though, it doesn't take away from, from them getting it. I don't love what I'm saying take away from it. They... They deserve it, and that, and I do think their performance here is ju- does justify it. Although, there's something I found very weird as well. Not just the band, but... So, let me... If you look at, like, towards, like, the right side of their stage at the front, 
So, like, that whole section, it's only, like, half full. Mm -hmm. I'm curious why that is, because there's clearly no... They're playing in front of, like, tens of thousands of people. There's no shortage of people to fill that area out. So why wasn't it filled out? That's that's something I found very interesting. I mean... Yeah, you were saying that earlier. You're like, how come that little section isn't filled up? Yeah. But that, that I don't know. Maybe that's so makes it easy for people to exit or something and they have to keep it clear i don't know normally i don't think so dude because if that was the case like i've seen festival because yeah because you look at it, everyone's all crowd around but just that one specific section at the almost at the front of the stage and that doesn't make any sense to me. maybe you're well, right maybe, maybe that's maybe or, they do have to click keep it cleared out but i don't know i don't know it just looks weird to me i've never seen that happen at another stage or festival Usually, like, they try and max out from, like, front to back. Yeah. So, the fact that that area is open, I find very interesting. And they're, honestly, I got mentioned, too, considering their English was pretty good, too. Like, yeah, very solid English. Yeah. I haven't watched any interviews of them. Like, I heard that they did do some interviews at Lollapalooza. I haven't watched them yet, so I'm curious how they handled those interviews. Like, another group called Twice, they did a U.S. tour. They did several interviews on U.S. stations. And they always had to have a translator. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if this group needs that too, or if they're very solid at their English that they don't need one. But again, they do deserve it. I just, we know what we like to see more of. Actually, you and I were talking earlier, we came across a J, I don't think we would call them J pop necessarily, but J rock with pop elements passcode. I like Passcode. We listened to their song Siren, and we figured... They, I like I like how they have that metal aspect to them. Yeah, they have that metal aspect, but it's not too over-the-top. Like, No, not, it's not. If you're not a huge metal person, I think you can get it. They're like baby metal, basically. Yeah. Like, I know there are a lot of people out there that don't like baby metal, but I think they're like a good entry level into like more hard rock and metal music. Like, if you're not into that kind of stuff normally, they're a good entry point. And I think it's a good way to let people know that, like, what most people think of metal as, like, stereotype, like, you know, just simply, like, dark, angry, and extreme growling these days. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, like, and even in the metal community itself, like, I remember one time I posted a hair metal thing uh -huh. on a metal page a while back, and someone was like, dude, this isn't metal. The fact that you think this is metal... Shows that you have no credibility. I'm like, really? Dude, what do you think, Mel? You think what was this that you put? It? What it was a, it was a Facebook group. I forget the name of it, but it was like a male group, and they were just like, the fact that you think these guys are metal shows you have no credibility. I'm like, dude, they are metal. It's called hair metal for crying out loud. Jeez. And if you listen to a lot of their music, like Dokken, honestly, Mr. Scary, that's one of the most metal songs I've heard. That's very metal. Yeah. yeah. And so I like groups like that 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 show that there's more to Mel than just the stereotype. Yeah, they really both sides have like Rolling Law publications like Rolling Stone just push that one aspect, and a lot of metal heads won't let metal like embrace other aspects of it as well, and they feel like you have to do that. Oh, take Winger for example. Oh my gosh, in the '90s, Winger got so much grief. Oh sure, even like Metallica did not like Winger. Oh yeah, they were like. They consider them like pretty boys. Pretty boys. Well, in the Nothing Else Matters video, you remember Lars is throwing darts at his face. Oh, that's his right. His picture of him. That's right. Now, to be clear, 
James Heffield has actually apologized to Kip Winger for that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it was like a year ago he did that. He contacted Kip Winger. Kip Winger was like, hey, man, sorry that we did that. That wasn't cool. We were kids. And Kip Winger, he's honestly a very, he seems like a very down-to-earth human being. He's like, okay, that's fine. I could see him being, like, totally chill about it. He was, yeah. yeah. And the, when he, he really well was. And he's like, he's even said, like, hey, if we're remembered as a great 80s band, that's good enough for me. So he's very down-to-earth. Although I do think it is a shame that Winger is not more famous. They're very solid musicians. Oh, absolutely. Like Red Beach is a great guitar player. Their their drummer was actually in that uh, prog group, the Dixie Dregs. Oh, very yeah. Very solid. Very solid. And then I didn't know this, but uh, Kip Winger actually wrote his own orchestra. Did he really? He did, yeah. I forgot the wow. name of it, but yeah, I discovered recently. It's, it was pretty good. So they're very solid musicians. Oh, yeah. They just came out with a new album, too. They did, yeah. And it sounds amazing. Having said that, though, what do you think the odds of them, like, even if they were so famous today, do you really think they'd play out? Well, they're not going to, they're not going to play arenas like they did. No, but imagine if they still did. Yeah. I think there might be room for them. Well, maybe not now because their most recent album is definitely more proggy and darker as well. It's not the hair metal stuff that they're known for in the 80s. And, but Coachella, I don't think they would fit into that festival. No, no way. Couldn't do Coachella. No. No, that's out of the question for yeah. a band like Winger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Bandmade, though? What if they went to Coachella? <laughs> They'd have a better chance, I think, but they still might be too heavy for a lot of people that normally attend that festival. Yeah. I could see, well, 30 Seconds to Mars being there. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, sure <laughs> they've, for that. I'm sure they've been there. Yeah. But yeah, a New Jeans I can see being there. And honestly, after their performance here, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what their future holds. Mm-hmm. Still can't believe, like, they're only a, a year in and already they're, they've got this kind of recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least here in the States. Like, I've heard of... There's been plenty of K-pop groups that have had this kind of recognition in, like, in Korea. Yeah. But outside of it, it usually takes, like, one or two years before they reach that level. Oh, yeah. I think even Blackpink, it took a little long, longer for them to reach that that level. So the fact that, I mean, they're in a good situation right now. New Jeans is, they got a future. I say so. I will, something else we need to mention, too, like, we did see, like, outside of the EDM, People, there was a lot. Full bands were becoming more common now. Like New Jeans only using their band for like half the show. That was the exception. Most artists, they had full bands their entire set. And I am glad to be seeing more of that. I'm glad that people are dialing the tracks back a little bit and using more live music. Me too. I mean, tracks have their place, but when you're so reliant on them, I think that's a dangerous gamble. Yeah, and it just doesn't sound... It's not original. It's very it, fake. It is a no. I don't push it that far, dude. It is original, but it's it doesn't sound full. It doesn't sound like as full as it could be. It doesn't have that oomph to it. True to that, yeah. Like one thing that always like I was um. So I was watching the Gazette a while back, uh-huh. and they were doing their song Hyena. I was able to find one live performance of that where some of the guys did the did backup vocals at the choruses. And I did that versus when they were using a track. 
when they were all when they were doing actual backup vocals, it sounded so much more solid. And I think er, and I think yeah, like earlier music demonstrates that perfectly. Like Winger, for example, they Winger Rat the eighties bands, they used backup vocals in almost every song. Like were, were they singers? No, but just giving you that extra oomph on the choruses can really help. And I wish that. It's stuff like that where I have problems with tracks. Like, I get it. If you're not going to bring an entire orchestra on tour, so you use that in tracks, fine. Mm-hmm. But stuff like backup vocals, I wish that's something that would be embraced even more. Yeah, backup vocals are important. Yeah. yeah and I, it also drives me nuts. Yeah. So, like, there was another K-pop song from a group called Brave Girls I came across a while back recently. Uh-huh. And if you listen to the chorus, it sounds like the entire group is singing it. Yeah. But guess what? what it's just one person on top of the tracks i'm like you're all singers you're all everyone just sing that so it goes rolling 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 i'm like why can't all five why can't all four of you sing that together right why can't it and that's what irritates me it's i feel like people and one thing that i think is like it's not gone but it doesn't get the recognition it deserves today is people being able to like blend their voices together well like you remember back in the days of like barbershop quartets and like functioning choirs? I I kind of want that to come back like vocally, like I'm like no acapella kind of a thing. No, 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 just like like where people like bet, put their voices together to be able to like create like sounding very good vocal lines. Like I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm trying to think of a good like. Hallelujah, for example, not the pop version where it's Hallelujah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Now I get. Or, I, or look, look at a, a Van Halen, for example. Michael Anthony's backup vocals were essential to that band. Yeah, sound. without it, the, that, it didn't sound the same. No. So, like, just having those, like, being able to like blend your vo- your voices together, like that's a very cool thing. And you don't need to be a great singer to do it either. Heck, I'm not a singer, and I've done it few times yeah it works for some singers it's just about giving it that extra oomph when when it's needed and it's a good thing too because if i'm being honest the music i play i don't play a lot of angry music live but i naturally sound angry like i remember we were doing a rehearsal one time and after i came off the stage after rehearsal was done someone came one of the crew came up to me and was like Cameron, are you angry? <laughs> you sound very angry on stage. Really? Yeah. I just... When was this again? This was recently. You weren't there for it. It was at oh. my church. So, yeah. <laughs> Were you angry? <laughs> so, I mean, not surprised really. I mean, vocally, I feel like I have... I feel like I have more in common with Kurt Cobain than I do David Lee Roth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. You got a dark side. Dude. Yes, I do. <laughs> And on the one hand, I think it fits, it's more my style. So on the one hand, not sorry about that at all. And I, but it works for backup vocals. Like whenever I've done backup vocals, people are like, okay, that's good, Cameron. So I feel like we could use more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Red, Red Velvet is another K-pop group that does do that, actually. Like the, the entire group will sing together in the choruses. They'll harmonize I would just like to see more of that rather than just like each individual person doing their own part. And even if it sounds like a bunch of people, just one person doing it on top of tracks. I'm like, no, there's nine, there's five of you. There's nine of you. All of you Hmm. step up to the mic together. Yep. 
That's why I'd like to see see more. That of. wouldn't be such a bad thing. Yeah, bandmate does it. Does it? It's just two of them, but the way their voices blend together, it sounds very good. And of course, you and I are both Allison Chains fans. Oh yeah, Lance Daly and Jerry Cantrell. The way they make harmonize like that mm-hmm. is perfect. Exactly. Yeah. That's and still like. Even like, remember when we were like Isn't Thin Lizzy? No, that's no Thin Lizzy's guitar, dude. That's although in all honesty, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, their their vocals aren't bad either when they step in. But like, I remember for a while, you and I will have to see if we can record this again. You and I actually singing a "Looking in View" together. Yes, and, we did. And I forgot who was with us. I think it was old friend of ours. He actually said we sounded pretty good. Yeah, we were pretty in sync. Yeah. Look. I even, it's been so long since I've Because you got that song. lower tone, yeah. I got a little bit of a higher. So yeah, you're a little higher than I am. Blends in together I well. mean, we're both deep, but yeah, you're higher than I am. Slightly. Yeah, yeah. I can't, oh gosh, I can't remember the lyrics of that song. A looking, looking in view, too long on the outside. outside. Desperate times. See, yeah. Uh, Was it Desperate Plans or Desperate? See, it, it, we, see I have to listen to the song again. Yeah, I don't remember the lyrics. Desperate Plans. Make sense for in a low life. Ah, see right there. Yeah. See, ah. we matched right there. Yeah. So it works. I forgot if that's. I think that song is in drop in drop D tuning too, which also helps. Or drop C. One of the was others. it? I don't think it was drop. Maybe C. not that low. I think it was drop D. Yeah. They've done drop D a lot, but I don't remember Allison Chains ever going drop C. No, no. Actually, I, I'm. I got it wrong. Tune down half step. Is it tune down half yeah, step? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what, that's what they do. Okay. Yeah. What song is it? Oh, it's Check My Brain. That's drop D. Yeah, check my brain. And then uh, them bones is also drop D. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I just would love to see more of that. But it, and I think New Jeans can do it because on their own they're not bad singers. No, they're good. Although I wish I like little... them better than Blackpink. I actually do too. I do wish they. I just wish that their song had a little more energy to it. Yeah. See, it's funny. I have the opposite problems with Blackpink that I do with this. Blackpink, almost all their songs are higher or higher energy, and I wish they'd tone it down, which they did once with a song called Stay. This group has the opposite problem. They have like more like toned down songs, and I'm like, give a little more oomph to those. Turn up the bass. Get mm-hmm. a little heavier drums in there. <laughs> but I don't know. Again, they're only a year old, so... We'll see what the future holds for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And um, anything else, Cameron, before we go off to our next? Just want to say thank you so much for listening. And please consider subscribing. It really helps us out a lot. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one.